You are listening to Embrace the Chaos Podcast with your hosts, Ruben and Marina DeAnda from GLB Church. Thank you for joining us as we lean into the joys and chaos of marriage and family life. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Embrace the Chaos. Grateful to have you listening with us today. Ruben and Marina here in the mix. We're here. Ready to embrace the chaos. There's a lot going on, a lot that we wanted to share with you guys today. Yeah. And um, let's get into it. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, we just put out an episode and so we wanted to go ahead and record something. We've had a past two weeks that have been a little crazy, um, as you all know, with everything that's going on um, with covid and so we just wanted to put this out there just to update you of where we're at, where our family's at, where the church is at, and just talk about these things. I hope that what we share today will be helpful and encouraging uh, to you. And um, again, our whole podcast is about seeing the fact that life is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of running away from it, let's run towards it and embrace it and and really live in the moment, uh, as crazy as life can get. Yeah. And these are some crazy times. These are some crazy times we're all experiencing with the coronavirus pandemic around the world. Yeah. And, uh, we are in Long Beach, California, which has been under, uh, quarantine and, um, safer at home policies, Mm -hmm. all bike trails and parks and beaches and restaurants, everything's closed down. So we're at home with four children, no school. Uh, so we're going to get into that, talk about that a little bit today, but we yeah. wanted to start off our, our time addressing a couple of things from our last episode. Well, we usually do like a little tidbit. Yeah. So this is that portion of. Yeah. This is a little bit more of a, yeah, this is a little tidbit here. Yeah. So, um, we had, um, one of our listeners sent a few questions through Instagram to us regarding our last episode. Uh, our last episode, if you didn't listen to it, please go back and listen to it. It's all about parenting and disciplining our children mm-hmm. and finding that that balance. And we even addressed the issue about spanking and the pow-pows. Um, and, you know, we had some thoughts on that because people ask us these things mm-hmm. um, and how we've approached it in our lives. And so if you're curious about that, please go back and listen to the, the episode and you'll find out what we think about some of that kind of stuff. But right. anyway, one of the questions that was sent to our way was, uh, what do you consider it's an appropriate age range for spanking? It says you alluded to this in the podcast, but didn't state the age range. So I'm going to let Marina address that for a minute here. Well, I think we started off with the kids, um, the age of one, but it wasn't spanking. It was more of flicks, little flicks on the hands or on their legs. Um, and then it just sort of progressed from there as they got older Um, and then around the age of six and seven, probably seven with the girls, um, is when that all kind of died down and we got more into, uh, conversations with Mm -hmm. them and more of consequences in terms of like TV being taken away, electronics taken away or toys. Yeah. Toys or time with friends, which became a big one as they got older. Yeah. Because they, you know, obviously become very social, which is good, but that became a consequence too. So, yeah. So I think one is when we started doing the flicks and then seven is when um, there was no more real spanking happening, but 
more conversations. So, so I would say that's for us. I mean, every yeah. family is different. Yeah. Every child is different. Yeah. And this is what we've learned with us, with our two older girls. Our son is five years old. Yeah. Uh, he may need more spankings as he, <laughs> he goes. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely... A, um, our wild child. We love him He's dearly. He's a rambunctious boy. Very rambunctious. But yeah, we'll we'll just have to see. He'll be six in June and we'll have to see how that goes with him. But the thing with spanking or, you know, uh, this form of discipline is it, it is something that we don't, it's not like our number one go-to. This is, right. this is yeah. a, a, an issue of, of learning how to do it. Yeah. And it's a conversation and it's done when you're not angry yeah. and it's uh, and it's followed up with, with love and affection. Yeah. And, um, and you don't double down on the punishment by doing this and then grounding them or taking mm -hmm. something away. It's only one or the other. And yeah. so I think we've learned a lot through the process, but what has helped us in deciding to do that or discipline our children this way, um, again, it didn't work with one of our children. So we didn't, we yeah. got went away so from hers, it. So hers stopped like when a lot younger was like three, than the other you know, one. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I think what has helped us is having people in our lives coaching us, helping us, yeah. uh, getting advice from people um, and stuff like that. So um, hopefully that helps. Uh, the second question we got was, uh, um, it says here, how do you balance uh, the consistency of grace and discipline? So, you know, we talked about, you know, the, the, you got to figure out what is most important to you. And so the question here is, you know, you... I like the point about choosing your battles, but how do you balance that with being consistent? How do you balance the grace and discipline? Marina came up with a great uh, answer to that question, so I'm gonna let her. Yeah, well, do that's that. always the you know the um, the hard thing, right? Is balancing everything. But I do remember um, one of our really good friends, Brian and Karen Plymel, shared with us um, to choose or or um, find things to say yes to. And that was really helpful for me because you're, we're doing a lot of correcting and we're doing a lot of no to this, no to that. Don't Especially touch when they're this. young. Especially when they're young, there's a lot of training. Don't touch this, don't touch that, don't do this, don't do that. And so um, this was just really great advice and input for us during that time is find things to say yes to. And sometimes it's hard like because it just makes things a little um, more challenging or difficult, but if you can find things to say yes to, like let that be your mindset so that you can have that balance as the kids are young and you're training them. I thought that was such good advice. And again, it's the, that's the, that's the benefit of having, having coaches or yeah. people, mentors in your life who've gone through it before you and, yeah. and can provide what they've learned from their mistakes or their observations or whatever. Yeah. And uh, us being able to learn from that. And I love that. Like, let me choose to say yes to as many things as I can. Right. Not as many things as I can, but, but let me find things find to say things yes to. Find things to say to. yes to. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that um, my older daughter loves to cook and- Initially, when she first started getting interested and she'd want to, you know, help mommy make dinner and dinner is sort of like my alone sanctuary time where I'd like listen to a podcast and I just like get in my zone. But then her wanting to enter that world, I was really hesitant at first. But, um, you know, I was like, OK, say yes to this. So it really helped because she loves mm -hmm. cooking and it's bonded us. But also then it provides somebody else to make a meal that I don't have yeah. to. So. And I think that's what provides the balance, right? Exactly. That yeah. provides the balance between the discipline aspect 
and the grace aspect. When you're saying yes to finding ways to say yes to things, you know, you're able to discipline your child that they're not always. Anyway, you guys get what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get it. <laughs> they're smart people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the last question we had here uh, before we get into some of the content we want to talk about is um, are there specific books or authors that you follow that helps you navigate discipline? Uh, in addition to the Bible, obviously, which we always use, but, and I think there have been over the years, we've looked at several, we've read several books that have helped us. Uh, uh, one of them was given to me by a good friend of mine, and it's called The Well-Behaved Child, Discipline That Really Works by Dr. John Rosemond. And we're going to link all these uh, titles and books here in our uh, episode uh, description there on iTunes and, and Google Play. But anyway, um, The Well-Behaved Child, that was really helpful in terms of some concepts, for example, not counting the whole like one, two, on the count of three, like stuff like that, having an alpha voice, having more authority um, in, in leading your home. I think that was really helpful to me uh, as a parent of a young child because I didn't, it taught me to not negotiate with my kids. Like they're, we're not negotiating here. We're, I'm the parent. You need to do what I say at this point in your childhood. Does that make sense? And so uh, as they get older, obviously there's a lot more conversation and there will be compromise and some negotiating going on when they're hitting the older years. But anyway, mm -hmm. that was a helpful book. I think another book that helped us is actually written by uh, one of the ministers in our churches and in our international churches of Christ. And that's Sam and Jerry Lang's book, Raising Awesome Kids in Troubled Times. And um, that was very helpful. And also their book on the eight essentials of a, of, um, uh, was this, what is it? The eight essentials of a spiritual family. Uh huh. Yeah. Principles of a strong family. Eight yeah. essential, essential eight principles of a strong family. And their us. oldest daughter is an Elizabeth author as Thompson. well. Yeah. Elizabeth Thompson and her, she wrote a book called the tender years. And that is a really, really great book, especially for new moms. Um, another resource that I use a lot is a podcast called connected parenting and it's by child, a child and family therapist. Her name is Jennifer Kalari, and I've gotten a lot of really great things from her as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then um, I'll just be honest too. We went to a conference a few years ago in Denver, Colorado, and we heard uh, Dr. Jennifer Conzen mm. speak on how to talk to your children about sex. Yeah. And there were some great resources that Absolutely. she suggested that we will link in the podcast here, yeah. and you can check out because... That is a topic that we were like, how do we even approach this with our yeah. with our nine or ten year old? And yeah. um, come to find out, we could have been talking about this when they were even younger. Well, so just yeah. you know, yeah, different things. But but yeah. I will link some of the books that she recommended as well because that is a topic that we have had to navigate in 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 training and teaching. Yeah, our as children. they're getting older. Yeah. As they're getting older because yeah. they're hearing all kinds of stuff at school. So. Yeah, and you don't want them to hear it first from school. You yeah. want the, you want to have good conversations with them about it. So hopefully that helps. Uh, we'll link some of these resources. Yeah. Were you going to say anything? No. Anything else? No. About that? No, but thanks for asking. Anytime. Um, so, okay, we're going to get into some of what we want to talk about uh, today. Hopefully those answers uh, help the questions uh, that our listeners are asking. And we'll, again, we will link some of the books and resources there in our episode. Um, okay, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about what's been going on. Let's talk about the two past weeks. two, three weeks. Yeah. Quarantine, Deanda, quarantine household situation. 2020. 2020. Uh, obviously, you know, there are some... <laughs> 
funny moments. There are some uh, tense moments. Yeah. Uh, there are there's anxiety. There's fear. There's yeah. different things happening. Not yeah. only in our home, but but we know just in in general. Yeah. By watching the news or by talking to people, we're ministers in a church, and mm-hmm. so obviously we talk to a lot of different people and hear mm-hmm. different stories and we're trying to keep people unified and keep people connecting with one another and so yeah there's but, a lot that's been going on the past couple of weeks yeah so keeping a church unified and connected but our household keeping our household keeping our household unified and connected has been yeah. a whole another has been challenging <laughs> as well quite challenging as well yeah. so we're going to talk about that a little bit um and so anyway you want to start yeah go for uh, it well i mean i don't know how do you feel about okay so here's the deal yeah we found out a few weeks ago that schools will be closing down till April okay, 20th. Okay, that was a hard day. That was so we we had like these two days where all these measures started coming out because it just hit here in LA just like bam, you know. And so we and every day there was something different. And every day well, there was a day where like almost every hour, yeah. right? There was news news, new news coming out. And so we had this one crazy day where I was planning a, a women's conference event and we had like over 270 women signed up and we were trying to figure out, should we continue to do it? The governor had just came out with his ban of no meetings, no gatherings over 50 people. So we were like, we want to adhere to that and be wise so we were like in the in the midst of canceling that, and then all of a sudden, bam, LAUSD closed, and we're like, "Oh, LBUSD is coming real soon." Then these and are the school districts here, school in districts. Los Angeles, yeah. yeah, they they know what I'm just you know USD stands for. You never Come know. On. Come on. Okay, so then it was like, okay, the Long Beach Unified School Department. <laughs> Calm down. Came out and was like. <laughs> We are, this is like a Friday. We're canceling school. And I just immediately like. Till April 20th. Yeah. Till April 20th. I, so I like get up, run, run out the door, go to Ralph's and there's already like a ton of people there. And I'm just like grabbing like chips and Oreos and like all this stuff. Snacks. Yeah. Standing in this long line. And my mind was just like about to explode. Yeah. And it was just like anxiety to the 10th degree. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was just a really crazy day. Of course the kids came home. And we're like, yeah. Oh yeah. My daughter, my, my daughter who's in middle school said that when they announced it at school, all her classmates started cheering. cheering. <laughs> <laughs> so they're excited yeah. about it. They're thinking this is going to be summer vacation, you know, and Marina and I are just like, what is happening? What are we going to do? How yeah. are we going to do this? Yeah. Um, similar to many parents that we've spoken to and right. heard from who all of a sudden within seven days, yeah. uh, have gone from having a routine and yeah. now getting, having to bring all their work home, work yeah. from home. Yeah. And you still um, are having to work. You still, still having to work. Yeah. We have several friends who have set up their, their bedroom with different desks and computer yeah. screens and yeah. headsets and and have daily or hourly calls that they have to make and phone into yeah. and all that stuff. And then they, you know, they still have the kids running around. Yeah. And, and we have friends who are educators, uh, who are also, you know, trying to pr- learn, uh, new online ways of providing content, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. through zoom or whatnot. So anyway, within seven days we went from, this is awesome. You know, we're going to have this great women's event and mm-hmm. we have Easter coming up yeah. and yeah, a lot of plans, a lot of plans to all of a sudden everything just halted yeah, and just stopped. stopped. And yeah. then 
the 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 school district said it's going to end April twentieth, but then they came out and said it's going to go till May third. Well, they also said and alluded to it. I mean, it could be till the fall. And now we're which saying we're it all, could be the whole school year. Yeah. So we don't know where it's going to be at. Yeah. But yeah. Well, and then they started closing things, right? So yes. then they started closing. Like I was thinking like, oh, we could take them up to like Santa Ynez, which is wine country and like go on hikes in Santa Ynez and go wine tasting and go to the beach. And all of that is shut down and closed. And they're like, no, you need to stay. You need to stay home. In your home. So, okay, let's fast forward now and talk yeah. about like looking back <laughs> the past couple of weeks. So one, one week, the, the first week of this, we just really, it was kind of a, a processing week. Yeah. Almost a week of mourning in a tense. Basically. Like, wow, we have lost all routines and rhythms. Mm-hmm. We are trying to figure out what to do and how to go about our whole situation and um, we just let the kids camp out in the family room. Yeah, we brought one of their mattresses in. out, and we. Um, what else did we do? We oh, we let them be in their pajamas for like they like the spent the whole day in the, the pajamas. Day. Yeah, because Marina and I were just trying to figure out what are, well, we, how are we going to navigate all well, this. Well, we, we were do? also. I mean, another thing too, because we in our roles, like we were trying to figure out like how to get content out to our group and do the whole Went live the stream church, yeah. worship Figuring Sunday. So that it was just, we were, we were like going yes. through a lot. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a lot, yeah. but you know, a lot of families are going through the same yeah, thing. Absolutely. And so we want to, uh, share our experience yeah. because I know that those of you who are listening probably have had a very similar experience in the past uh, couple of weeks. Yeah. And so, yeah. uh, we actually don't know, have any solutions for you. We just want to <laughs> share kind of our story with you. <laughs> Because yeah. it's it's yeah. so uh, well, maybe it's kinda, you can figure out what not to do by so what we're kind of cool. What Marina did as soon as we found out the school was going to be done is she went on Amazon and bought a trampoline <laughs> for the kids that we could build in the backyard. Yeah, put together this trampoline. Yeah, I just started putting it together today because okay. it got it got delivered okay. to our house like three yeah. or four days ago. Yeah. And our, our, our backyard is very small. Yeah. And it literally takes up the it's, whole backyard. It's like a 15 foot, right? Yes. It's huge. It's, but, and I didn't know no that idea. when I was getting it. I just was, it was a panic buy, honestly. But I was like, I need this. My yeah. kids are going to drive me crazy. So yeah. anyway, it was, it, it's going to work out. Crazy. And so our first week was just trying to like, okay, what are we going to do? How are we going to figure this out? Mm-hmm. Um we had no real schedule, no real structure. We're just letting them watch TV. We saw a meme that said, hey, if you're feeling guilty about your kids watching too much TV, just press mute and have them read the subtitles so they can oh my read oh my gosh. <laughs> Read the subtitles or something like that. And I was like, that's like how I feel this week. But these I memes think are coming, killing me. I think coming out of the first week, we just we decided, okay, let's let's have some type of rhythm here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. with schooling. Yeah, uh, the, their teachers, their the the school district came out with all a lot of c- content to be able to uh, provide for parents to teach from home, and uh, I know some schools are even doing Zoom calls with their classrooms and stuff like that. Yeah, we're not we're, we're not, not there in that, yet. But, well, um, can I can I just share about that like yeah, the whole yeah, homeschooling sure. thing? Because okay, so you know, like I I took a day where I we were like we're gonna we're gonna do schoolwork. We're gonna have like a set amount of time. And we're going to do schoolwork. And I about just like lost my mind. I mean, there's just a lot of arguing and um, (laughs) complaining. And I was afterwards, I was like, I can't do this. Like if I'm going to be with these kids in the house for the next seven to eight weeks, 
I can't do this. Yeah. And so I just had this moment of like, forget it all, forget it all. I don't care if they learn nothing and have to restart their grades in the fall. That's fine. So much love and much props to those of you who homeschool. Yes, absolutely. It, it really takes a lot. And uh, but I just think it was like, I was trying too hard. I yeah. think I was trying too hard and too soon. Like it was the week of. Yeah. And we're um, still trying to navigate a lot of stuff. So we had to kind of ease our way back into yeah. some type of rhythm. But it ha so there, so a lot of people have been posting these things from like educators and I, I'm sure you guys have seen different things like that, but I wanted to read something that was sent to me and it says, uh, don't worry. I, I mean, I don't know how true these are. If like moms are making these up and posting them to make themselves feel better, but this really helps me. It says, don't worry about, about them regressing in school. Every single kid is in this boat and they will all be okay. When we are back in the classroom, we will all course correct and meet them where they are. Teachers are experts at this. Don't pick fights with your kids because they don't want to do math. <laughs> don't scream at your kids for not following the schedule. Don't mandate two hours of learning time if they're resisting it. If you, if I can leave you with one thing, this it's this. At the end of all this, your kids' mental health will be more important than their academic skills and how they felt during this time will stay with them longer after the memory of what they did during those four or more weeks is long gone. So keep that in mind every single day. That's good. This really, really I helped like me. That. And I was like, okay, we can, we can do this. I can do this. You can do this. Right? That's awesome. I love that. Why didn't you share that with me earlier? You're welcome. Jeez. Always last to find out things here. Oh my gosh. Calm down. <laughs> Relax. I love that. I, I think that's awesome. And it's so true. I think God has really blessed us with some great kids yeah. in our in our home. And yeah. as much as they can have sibling rivalries and fight and yeah. argue or try to negotiate with us, I think for many families, uh, maybe God's just pressing the pause button right now for us to be able to just... Be grateful for what we have. Well, and I think I think there's a lot of lessons that God is teaching us through this and those silver linings that yeah. we're learning. And yeah, just be grateful. Gratitude is huge. I started a grace is huge too. Grace is super huge. Especially with one another. So we want to talk about that for a minute here. Oh, you're changing the subject? I'm gonna go like just Okay, let's talk right about turn it. right here. How do you feel? So um I think the other thing that is 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 can create the tension, obviously, is the husband-wife relationship yeah. in the marriage. Yeah. Uh, because you're, again, you're used to a routine, you're used to uh, doing certain things a yeah. certain way, and then all of a sudden everything just changes, and now we're like... We're together all the time. Together all the time, which And is, you don't have a lot of... You don't have a lot of connection time either because the kids are there all the yes. time. Yes, in our situation, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The kids are just, you know, constantly asking us stuff. So anyway... I do think it's taken, uh, I don't think it's taken a toll in our marriage, but it's definitely made us aware of our need mm. to have structure in the home so mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. uh, we can have a point of contact and connection in the evenings. Right. Because, um, again, the first week we're letting them stay up to 11, yeah. midnight or whatever. I think the second week we got a little bit better on the pattern so that they could go to bed at a certain time. Yeah, so we created Marina it. Marina and I could schedule. start connecting and talking and um because we didn't we weren't yeah we were just trying to like and i felt keep really things moving i felt know? really irritated with you definitely and annoyed but then i thought you felt the same way about me no 
but you were like in your own world. Like, just in my own world. <laughs> it's like, what? I thought we were mad at each other and it's just like you know, one-sided. I don't know if you guys have seen this YouTube clip where this guy's like how the difference between a woman's brain and a man's brain and mm-hmm. how the man's brain is like all boxes. It's all different boxes. And our favorite box is the nothing box. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And I'm basically like diving into the nothing box all the time. She'll be like, what's going on? Oh, nothing. <laughs> I'm just kind of here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I'm doing my best. I'm trying, you know, helping out around the house and uh, with the kids, helping huh. with their school. And, yeah, yeah, you are. No, Ruben's very hands-on <laughs> father. The cleanliness, I mean. It is what it is. It that's is what gr- it is. That's where grace comes in, that, right? Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's. That's what that quote says, right? Mental health, man. Yeah. Come on. Well, can I share a scripture about that? So sure. I, um, at the beginning of the last week, I had read this great scripture in 1 Corinthians 15. And in verse 10, it says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain. I like that. Oh my gosh. I know. Well, I like I that too. I love it. I love it for you. <laughs> I love it for you. Thank no, you. but I think that it it really helps me um, in my perspective, in the way that I was treating my husband and treating my kids, but also in what how I was viewing myself. Like I just felt like a failure. I felt like there's no way I can do this and get these kids ready for school and through school and stay sane and all this stuff. But, um, this just scripture really helped calm my anxious heart and, mm-hmm. um, and just helped settle me yeah. and ground me. And I don't want God's grace to be in vain or without effect. Yeah. So I think this past week was a lot better. It I was. honestly think it was a lot better. Yeah. And I appreciate Marina so much. She got this chalkboard thing and put out the schedule and you know, we're going to have them in bed by nine o'clock every night. They're going to have school time in the morning when they wake up, well, breakfast, a little devotional, school time. Then they can have some electronics, yeah. then uh, lunch, then and quiet it's- time, creative time, then uh, some physical activity. I'll take them on a bike ride mm-hmm. or uh, throw the baseball in the backyard with my son or chores. whatever. Do chores. We'll have dinner uh, and then, you know, math time, you know. So anyway, there's kind yeah. of a schedule in place now yeah. that has allowed but us. But it's not, I think the yeah. thing that works for our family and, uh, you know, families may be different in this, but we don't have set times because I don't want to fight with my kids in the morning to get up. I just don't. Like that's one battle I'm just choosing not to pick right yeah. now. And so, you know, sometimes they'll wake up at 830, sometimes they'll wake up at nine. But, it, you know, depending on the time they get up and that's when the schedule starts, they no. definitely need to do some schoolwork, whatever their teachers upload for them before they have electronics. Because yeah. once they have electronics, we lose them. Yeah. Uh, and they're only getting a certain amount of time, but we're also flexible on that too. Like some days we yeah. give them a little bit more just because we just all need well, them. Well, because we're also working too. Yeah. So we have meetings, uh, Zoom calls. We have, a lot of we Zoom have calls. different uh different, different things that we're doing throughout the day as well. So, and Ruben, I need to, you, you and I need to connect during the day too. And we have to so, have points of contact. So yeah. anyway, we're trying to navigate that. Yeah. We're only one week in, yeah. in terms of that schedule. So we'll see how it goes this upcoming week, but it's going really well. I, I hope that you're navigating this in, a, in an appropriate way. And so what we wanted to do, um, because we're probably going to have some, uh, other people sharing here, uh, in this episode is yeah. what we wanted to do is, um, 
just share a couple of verses in the Bible yeah. that we're clinging on to during this time because yeah. we know that uh, many of our friends and family members uh, are experiencing levels of fear or anxiety, um, nervousness, or whatever the case may be, yeah. including in our own home. Yeah. You know, and so we want to share just a couple of verses that have, are helping us, yeah. are giving us some hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we come from a, we're, we're a Christian family, Christian background. And so, uh, you know, we're going to go to the Bible for our uh, strength and our hope. And so, yeah, uh, we want to share a couple of verses with you. It's not a preaching time. It's just a matter of reading some it's verses. Sharing. We're we sharing. just want to share some verses yeah. and hopefully you'll find some comfort in some of these, uh, verses as well. Can I go first? Or do yeah, you but I do want to no, know you can go first, but I just want to say that I think I did share that quote with you. I think you just weren't paying attention to me. That could be true. But it's that's where grace comes. I am what I am by grace. I am what I am. Oh my gosh. Okay. Read your scriptures. I love you. Read your scriptures. Okay. So, um, probably a scripture that's help that helps me overall, but probably during this time, it says, Jesus says this in Matthew chapter 11, in verse 28, he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. Mm. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I love that verse. Yeah. I think Jesus himself says this, so Good. it's just a reminder to continually come to him yeah. in love. In, in, during the uncertainty, during anxiety, yeah, during not you know confusion or whatever, that's been helpful. Yeah, you want to go next? Yeah, I have well, another one too, but you can go next. We'll go back and forth. Oh, okay. We're we're uh, playing tennis here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John fourteen. My daughter just shared this with me this morning, and it was perfect. Uh, John fourteen verse twenty seven. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And I feel like this is just so fitting for what we're going through, what the world is going through. But we have a peace from God um, that not everybody has. And to remember that and um, just meditate on that. That's great. Really I love that. I love that Bella showed that to you. I'm I know. sorry, Bella. I mean, my oldest daughter. It's okay. Show that to you. That it's is a positive thing. You could say her name. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Uh, probably another verse that has I'm clinging on to, and again, it's just so interesting what's going on this year because at the beginning of the year, towards the end of 2019, I was feeling very uh, busy and overwhelmed and moving fast, like everything was moving really quickly. And I, I came into 2020 feeling like, man, I've got to figure out ways during the year to practice Sabbath to practice a little bit of space and slowness and silence and, you know, just allowing space in my life to listen to God's voice and, uh, and enjoy the present, enjoy the moment. And so it's interesting how God has allowed this to happen now to just stop everything in a way yeah. and get me to just, I mean, I'm still as busy. I feel like I'm still as busy as I yeah. was or yeah. even maybe even busier in my head. Uh, but yeah, uh, this one verse that has helped me a ton, and I keep on helping, you know, referring to it with other friends, is Psalm 46 in verse 10, where it says, He says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations, and I will be exalted in the earth. 
The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. I love that verse. Just God reminding us to be still, be calm. He's in control, to know, to have faith that he is God. And that has helped me a ton to just like, I don't know, I just, a messy house will, you know, it it doesn't get me as much as, you know, it would have or whatever because mm. uh, of our situation. Like it helps me to navigate yeah. some of the chaos, some of the craziness to just be still, yeah. enjoy this moment, yeah. snuggle up with my kids a little bit more, mm. um, watch them figure out conflict, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, let them figure out conflict at times. And Well, you want them to wrestle it out. Yeah, but that's a whole other podcast episode okay. for a whole other time. Okay. I'm just kidding. Uh, but anyway, this verse has helped and it provided encouragement. Yeah. Comfort. That's good. Do you know? Yeah. First uh, Corinthians 13. And this is, you know, a popular one where it says love is patient, love is kind. But before that in verse, um, well, starting in verse one, it says, if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast but do not have love, I gain nothing. And that this actually has really helped me with the kids and just, you know, choosing um, to, to love and to... Um, experience the love and not focusing on really just choosing the positive, not focusing on the negative parts and what I'm losing, what I'm missing out, what's been taken away, what's been stripped away. But what I have in my home is a blessing and a gift from God and it's love. That's great. Do you have any other ones? That was it, Ruben. That was it for me too. Is that okay? Yeah, that's totally fine. Come on, I shared three scriptures. You are amazing. I know. Anyway, um, thank you for joining us today. Yeah. And yeah. I, we hope as you're going through this that some of these scriptures that we read will encourage you. We hope that you can laugh at our experience and uh, what we're going through and that you can look at your experiences in, in the fear, in the anxiety, yeah. in the uncertainty that yeah. you can you can still see some light there and yeah. some joy and some yeah. laughter in some of what's going on in your own home and uh, in your own household and enjoy uh, what God's given us. So yeah, hope you can join us next time yeah. and embrace the chaos Yeah, and please subscribe to our podcast and send us a comment, send us some questions. Yeah. All that good stuff. All that good stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much. See you next time.